0: What's up, everybody? Welcome in to A to Z Sports Picks. Brad and I are going to have a great show for you this Friday. you all set up for the first, well, just for the just big betting weekend. We got all kinds of sports going on. Brian, my man, looking good as always. How we doing?
1: Doing well, other than my sorry-ass college picks last week, but uh, on to the next.
0: Buddy, hey, college football, man, I, I say it all the time. It's the hardest sport to bet, like consistently. Be, there's just so, there's so many variables. That come into play, right? But we'll talk about that here in just a second. Everybody, welcome in A to Z Sports Picks. I'm Bell, CBS Sports Line, alongside Brian Edwards of VegasInsider.com. A to Z Sports Picks brought to you every Friday by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use that promo code A to Z Sports, A T O Z Sports. Get a risk free bet of up to one thousand dollars on pro football this weekend. That is the BetMGM code A to Z Sports. That's BetMGM. The King of Sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present of the state of Tennessee for gambling problem support. Call the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. Ooh, almost lost my voice there, Brian, but we're good. We battled through, and that's what go. we do in regards to our picks. So, Brian, I tell you what, we're gonna start off right with the game. Well, one A and one B in the SEC this week. We got Tennessee at LSU. Tennessee three three and a half point favorite. Total, 64 and a half. All right? I'm going to give you the option. You got the coin flip here. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You call it.
1: I'll go first. Um, <clears throat> this is not a strong opinion because Hendon Hooker scares the mess out of me, but I did make this game a pick em, So I'm going to have a small play on LSU. Now uh, we know how good Tennessee usually is in the first quarter. It, it almost makes me want to wait and let Tennessee score early, and then get a better number live, like plus six, or, or you know, uh, or if Tennessee were to get ahead like ten or fourteen nothing, get LSU plus seven or more, that'd be great. But uh, it, I'm just only gonna, I'm only gonna have a small play initially pregame. Uh, if I can get them live as a plus seven underdog or more, then I, then I would maybe you know play it a little more aggressively. But, um, you know, no Tillman, uh, again, for Tennessee. Warren Burrell uh, out in the secondary. And um, LSU is 4-0-1 against the spread with four outright wins. It's last five uh, as a home underdog. Now, I'm a little – I'd also like to see Daniels play because, you know, he left the game last week. I mean, I know it's been reported he's practiced all week. And I, and I know he's going to start and all that. But um, I'd like to see – it. you know, because running is so much of his game that, you know, if he's on a bad wheel, that could be that that could be be trouble. So, um, uh, yeah. But it's right now it's just a small play on LSU. As long as you're getting the three. Now we don't know what the line's going to do um, here in the next uh, twenty four hours or less than twenty four hours, obviously. But uh, yeah, LSU plus three. Did we lose AB? Uh oh, I think we lost AB. There so we go.
0: Would, no, no, I'm back. I'm back. Just, yeah. yeah. Dude, sorry. Apologies. Uh, no it was it was giving me some error messages right there. Keep going. I was with you right there. Oh, no, I was I,
1: I was summing up. I was I was done. Uh, yeah. LSU uh, plus three.
0: Yeah. All right. So, I'll tell you this, man. Like, if you're going to bet anything, I, I, I'll just go ahead and say it. Like, I'm taking Tennessee first quarter minus half a point. Taking Tennessee first half minus one and a half points. And I'm taking the under 64 and a half. Okay? I'll tell you why. Pretty much everything that you said right there. Right? Like, Tennessee coming in, obviously we know them scoring early, got it. And I think that that plays out, especially them coming off of a bye week. I think that absolutely helps. Tim being out for sure, but he's been out. It, it, it's not like this is brand new. He had surgery three weeks ago, almost. Like, they've adjusted. That being said, all right, one, there is a myth out there that, you know, playing early in Baton Rouge, like, that, that's a huge advantage. Dude, they're 8-0 their last 11 a.m. kickoff games. Like this team, you know, it's it's a different team, different coach, all of that. I, I get that, but going in and just assuming that like they're just going to be dead, don't do that. That being said, I think Tennessee does do their normal operation and get up early. You look at LSU's defense; they've only given up what I think seven points in the second half games this year, right? Sure. Like their defense is legit, and their defense causes turnovers. I think in the second half of this game, like I think there, I think. Tennessee and Florida are like the Tennessee, Florida game and the Tennessee LSU game. There's going to be a lot of kind of similarities, but I don't think it's going to be as school as like high scoring. Right? Like, I don't think that LSU is going to be as aggressive as Billy Napier was, but I think that Brian Kelly is going to try to do what Billy Napier did, which was the absolute correct decision is one, you try to keep the ball away from them. And two, like you eat clock, go for it on fourth downs where you can, right? Like, Billy Napier's plan was pretty perfect. Like, it, it, they almost won that game in a game that Florida should have lost by double digits. Right? You see what I'm saying? So, anyways, long story short. Like, um, I'm going to play, yeah, first quarter Tennessee, first half Tennessee, under 64 and a half in the game. And this one could get weird. Like, it could get weird. But that being said, I think Tennessee does win. So, that's my thoughts on that. Any final thoughts you have on that game? Go uh, Go Tigers. <laughs> I tell you what, like, Brian Kelly is not a very likable human being. but He's a good coach, though. Oh, dude, not only a good coach, everywhere he's gone, he's been the winningest coach yeah. of that program. Like, th- something works with what he does. It might take a little time, but something works there. All right, we'll move on from that. But I tell you what, Brian, while, we're, while we are moving on from that, like, what you want to do is you want to load up some Omaha steaks during these uh, games absolutely. this weekend. I'll tell you what, man. I've gone through all of mine. It was delicious. Look, from tailgate parties to busy weeknights, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors of fall with their mouth-watering assortments of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Right now, take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping their semi-annual sale. The sale only happens twice a year. And it's on now with 50% off delicious customer favorites. And when you use promo code A to Z, that's A-T-O-Z, promo code A to Z at checkout, take an additional $30 off of your order. So don't wait. Go to OmasStakes.com, enter A to Z at checkout, and stock up on fall flavor today. Omaha Steaks, perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights with entrees ready before the kids can say, what's for dinner, Brian? And don't forget to use the promo code A to Z at checkout to score an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Stakes, isn't just steak? It is the best steak of your life. There you go, baby. All right. Now, looking ahead, okay? Titans fans out there, I want to say something. Congratulations because Titans prop bets are now officially back. I'm not saying the Titans are back to what they looked like last year, but they're getting better. And you can actually bet on prop bets on this team. Feeling comfortable that you're going to see touchdowns scored, you're going to see receptions. They might all come in the first half, but they are scoring some points. They're starting to get a little bit better. We're seeing it week after week. They still do have a second half problem. They've only scored one touchdown the second half of games this season, which is crazy. But Brian, if there were ever anybody or any team that you would want, like running a scripted opening drive, it's the Tennessee Titans. They scored a touchdown on the opening drive of every single game this season. Every one of them. It's great. So we got the Titans at the Commanders. Throw it back at you, buddy. What you got?
1: So I'm going to go. Uh, I like Titans for the game, but we're, we're
0: just doing props right now. No, no, anything you like in the game. like oh, anything. Okay. Well,
1: I was going to say Derrick Henry over 86 and a half. I know he's only gone over 86 and a half once, but that was last week when they were playing with the lead and he had his most touches for the year 22. Um, and I think they're going to be playing with the lead here. But I, I like more than that, like money-wise or like amount-wise, I, I prefer uh, the Titans. And it's really just uh, fading this bad commander's team. That's, you know, uh, the rookie wide receiver out of Penn State is doubtful. Um, And uh, their other best receiver is questionable. Now, I I didn't see the like uh, their whether they practiced today or not and whether that had changed. But um, anywho, uh, I just think uh, I think the Titans are are better than the commanders. And uh, I think they will take care of business laying this short number.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Let me also say, I have I I have been on the wrong side of the Titans all year long, all year. Like I was ride or die week one against the Giants. Did not like what I saw, right? And I have just been back and forth. I've been I've just been on the wrong side. So I'll I'll say this. Um, I'm going to go the under forty three. That's what I'm rolling with. I, I I it's a it's a low number. I, I think this game could be ugly. Right. Like I think you could see a lot of action between the 20s. I think you'd see some garbage time uh numbers from possibly either team, likely Carson Wentz and the commanders. Uh I I see this as a lot of running the football. Um, so I think anything Derrick Henry, probably pretty good. Anything short passing game, probably pretty good. Uh so yeah, I'm gonna take the under 43. I'm also gonna take Carson Wentz. To throw over half an interception. It's priced at minus 150. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna ride that, if you like that too, do it now. Because I mean, it's already steaming, it's moving quickly. It, like it'll be 180 by Sunday. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna play that, like do it now for sure. Um the spread's minus one and a half.
1: Wait, wait, the total on his interceptions is only one half.
0: Yep. That's what they do yeah, almost every quarterback, unless you're just horrible. Like they set them all at a half. So, I think
1: Wentz is horrible. <laughs> yeah, he is.
0: Oh, he definitely is. He definitely like last night. Like Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan were both half. Oh, he's
1: horrible. He's out in the
0: horrible club too. Russell Wilson. My goodness. Yeah, we could go in on that. Like there are some serious problems that they have out there. But yeah, man, I'm gonna go with the under forty three. I'm gonna go uh, Carson Wentz over half an interception. I, there, there's just nothing that I trust with Washington. And, t- and like I said, Tennessee's getting there. Um, but I, I think that, yeah, like you're just going to get a lot of running the football. So, yeah, Tennessee
1: doesn't have to be any good to win cover this game.
0: Yeah. Like I, I kind of agree, right? Like, like I
1: feel like you were saying Tennessee's getting there and then you kind of paused and really didn't want to say that, but no matter if they're there or not, they can still cover. It's the
0: second half, dude. Like it, it, uh, let me also say, I made the comment on Twitter and people thought I was kidding. I'm not like the Titans defense is not that good. But like it's hard to complain about them when the offense is only playing the first half of the game. Like it's hard to complain, and you're winning games, right? Like, dude, they're giving you all they got. They're like they're banged up, they're hurt, like it's tough. So, you know, this this what what, what also worries me with the under is this could be a game where the Titans offense like really presses it in the second half and scores and scores and like that worries me. But I'll play the under, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'll play the under there um, and take Wentz' interception, kind of hedge it a little bit. All right, moving on beyond the Titans game. All right, everything you've got, college football this weekend. I'll tell you what, I'll go first, since I've made you go first every single time. I'll go first. What I've got, tonight, I'm taking Nevada minus 3.5 at home against Colorado State. Uh, One, the entire state of Colorado has football problems. (laughs) All across the board, college pro.
1: on covers. They're both they're both over. Uh, it's, it's no all covers
0: yet. It's just awful. Everything is awful out there, except I, I guess except Air the Force. Weather. Weather's yeah. good. Yeah, weather's good. and Air Force, like that's not what you yeah, got. Right. But Colorado State is terrible, terrible. And they have got two of, players jumping in the portal every week, literally every week. Like they are like that that GIF meme of like a dumpster on fire like that's Colorado State. It is an actual dumpster fire. Uh and I'm going to take Nevada. Pretty good team, man. Also their quarterback's like 7 foot 80. So I mean, he can move too. But no, I'm going to take Nevada. All right. Three other plays. I'm going to take Alabama team total over 37 and a half because I don't want to touch minus 24 even though I think that they absolutely demolish m I'm going to take Alabama team total second half over 16 and a half. And I'm going to take Georgia team total second half over 16 and a half. Like, I get it that both of these are probably blowout games. But college football, like, the clock is slow. Like, that's two touchdowns and a field goal. Like, I will take that even in garbage time. And especially because that's generally when you can get some kind of cheap touchdowns there. So, yeah, so that's what I got. Nevada three and a half. Alabama team total over 37 and a half. Alabama team total, second half, 16 and a half. Same thing with Georgia. What you got, bud?
1: My favorite is NC State, uh, minus three versus FSU. Now, if this line moves to three and a half by that half point, the key number of three. NC State is uh, four and one, both straight up and against the spread. The last five meetings with the Knowles, excuse me, they won by 14 uh, in uh, Tallahassee last year. Leary threw for 314 yards and four touchdowns in the last meeting in Raleigh. Sorry, Um, NC State won 38-22, and uh, NC State is in a nice bounce-back spot here, I think. Back at home where they've won 13 in a row outright. I know that's not covering 13 in a row, but we're laying a small number here in three. Uh, And FSU's three and seven outright in 10 road games under Mike Norvell. So give me NC State minus three. Um, I'm going to go with Bama minus 14 in the first half. And it doesn't matter to me if it's Bryce or Milro. I mean, I'd rather it be Bryce if Bryce is healthy. But I saw enough out of Milro. I mean, first significant uh, play time. Can,
0: he could run.
1: Woo. Yeah,
0: that 77-yard run
1: was a backbreaker for Arkansas backers like me last week. That was a 3rd-and-15 play deep he in their own red zone. Hell. Yeah. And, and that crowd was going nuts. And they had cut it to five. That was the play of the game. Uh, For sure. And, um, yeah, so I'm fine if it's Milrow. And, you know, with Milrow, I think that maybe O'Brien, you know, doesn't get too cute and runs it more. And I think that's probably better for Alabama, running the ball, like we saw those big explosive plays in the fourth quarter against Arkansas last week. So, Bama minus 14 in the first half. Uh, I'm a chalk eater this week. Um, I'm going to go with James Madison, minus 10.5 or 11 at Arkansas State. James Madison, 4-0, both straight up and against the spread. They're averaging 44.8 points per game. They're ninth in the country in scoring defense, only giving up 13.8. They won outright at App State, and then they've blown out three teams, including Middle Tennessee. They beat 44-7, and Middle Tennessee went to South Florida and spanked the Canes by 14. Uh, JMU's uh, quarterback, Todd Centaio, 11-1 TDI and T-ratio. He's also got two rushing touchdowns, dual threat, Team high, 252 rushing yards, 5.6 yards per carry. Uh, Butch Jones has been covering numbers this year, but um, he's going to get that tail whipped tomorrow. I, again, another chalk eater play, but I made this number 24, and I could see Ole Miss coming out flat. That was a 60-minute battle with Kentucky last week, and you know they know this is going to be an easy game. But even if they come out flat, I still think they win by three touchdowns. Ole Miss minus seventeen. They went on the road, spanked Georgia Tech forty-two nothing. Um, you know, Vandy is a little improved this year, but they just—they're still not very good, and they're certainly not on Ole Miss's level, especially the way the Rebels are playing defense now. And uh, and you know what? I'm going to go with the Gators, and more than anything, it's the spot for Missouri. Missouri should be two and zero in the SEC. They should have essentially a two-game lead over Georgia. Uh, in the SEC standings, but instead they woke up Sunday morning with a two and three overall record, below 500 because they lost to K State in non-con, and their stud receiver Dominic Lovick is very Lovick, excuse me, is very very questionable. He left in the second half against Georgia. Um, he had a, a lower body injury. He leads the SEC in receptions with 27 and receiving yards with 460. And uh, even if he plays, I don't think he'll be full speed. But, you know, Mizzou's just got to be so deflated after those two heartbreakers. And uh, Anthony Richardson has his confidence back. Now, I don't trust Florida's defense. So if Florida gets like a 17 to 21 point lead, and you can maybe do a little bit of a hedge, not all of your risk initially, but maybe like come back with like 25% at Mizzou with Mizzou like plus, you know, 17 or so live. You might want to do that because the back door might be open because Florida's defense sucks. And uh, that's going to do it for me in college.
0: Nice, man. And you know what? I like that old Miss play. Um, old Miss's defense is legit, really like, good. Vanderbilt yeah. might have a serious problem scoring points. So, you know, and, and not that Old Miss's offense is bad. Like it's not what you like what you in your head you initially would think that it is, but they still could score. You know the what run, I mean? They're just so, running
1: it more than throwing it.
0: That's all. Yeah, exactly. I, I I like that play a lot. I think it's a sharp play. All right, last segment here, NFL. I'll tell you what. I got two plays. They're huge chalk plays, <coughs> but I love them. the bills. All right. Minus 14 at home against the Steelers. I, like, I think that they absolutely dominate, <laughs> just dominate the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Packers like in London and note that game <coughs> is 830 a.m. Central Sunday morning. Giants against the Packers in London. Packers are minus eight. Look. Not only does Green Bay, like, I think it's a great spot to bet Green Bay. Not only do they have to get their offense figured out, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be determined to do that. Look at the Giants. Wait, first off, they don't even have a quarterback, all right? They are one-dimensional, all right, with Saquon, who's playing well this year. But, I mean, if you're one-dimensional in the NFL, you (laughs) might as well, you're (laughs) zero-dimensional. Like, Green Bay is going to get after it. And besides the left tackle position for the Giants – their off of line is horrific. Uh, Giants quarterbacks are getting pressured more than any other quarterback on dropbacks in the NFL this year. It's at 49% dropbacks. And not that Green Bay has a great run defense, but they can get after you, right? They can bring it to you uh, and bring it to you with four, and that's what they're going to try to do. Rajon Gary definitely will get after whoever's playing quarterback for the Giants. So, like, long story short, the Packers, they're going to roll. The last seven games in London, when you had a touchdown favorite or more, Six and one against the spread. They generally do they generally perform pretty well over there. So give me the Packers minus eight. Give me the Bills minus 14. And I know those are huge numbers, but I feel very good on both of them. What do you got? All right. Um, let's go with over 45 and a half or 46
1: for Detroit and New England. Uh, the overs hit in back-to-back games for the Patriots with combined scores of 51 and 63. And that was even with Bailey Zappi, the rookie QB. Playing most of the game at Lambeau last week. I thought he uh, acquitted himself pretty well. Um, but the overs 4 and 0 for Detroit, combined scores of 93, 52, 63, and 73. That's an average combined score of 70.3 points per game. They lead the NFL in total offense and scoring, uh, but they're dead last in total defense and scoring. Um, and I, I, I don't even want to know about Swift and, and Amon Ra st brown uh, and whether they are gonna play or not they're both iffy uh because that, that deterred me from taking it last week and i don't even i didn't even look at the weather in foxborough either because i don't want snow or wind to deter me from playing this it's a too low of a total for the detroit game even with a rookie qb so let's go over let's also go new england minus three i normally fade uh quarterbacks you know rookie qbs making their first career start and i certainly don't back them but I think on principalities, Bill Belichick is a three-point home favorite against Dan Campbell uh, is just – I I can't live with myself if I don't do it. So give me New England uh, minus three. And they played well last week. I mean, they, 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 uh, they could have easily won that game, probably should have won that game uh, at Lambeau with a rookie QB with his first career snaps. So um, let's also go two plays on the Eagles in the first half, minus three on the side in the first half. And over 13 and a half team total in the first half. So, Philadelphia at halftime this year, they've led by scores of 24 to 14, 24 to seven, 24 to nothing. And even though they were down 14 zip mid first quarter and throwed a pick six to the Jags, they still led 20 to 14 at halftime. Obviously, all of those are north of uh, 13 and a half the team total and minus three in the first half. And uh, last one, KC minus seven. On Monday Night Football, if it's 7.5, you can buy it at 7. Do that. They smashed the Raiders, both regular season meetings last year, and the Raiders are 0-2, but straight up and against the spread in two road games this year.
0: There we go. I love it. You rip that one off. I, I, I love those plays. Uh, Chiefs, solid. Eagles, yeah, solid as well. Man, I'm fascinated to watch that game. because I don't have any underdogs yet this week, though. That's scary, yeah. but uh, hopefully I, 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 the chalk will prevail. I'm with you. I, it feels like a chalk weekend for sure. It does. All right. Any final thoughts, Brian, before we get out of here? No. I got nothing. I got nothing. All right, You know what? Me neither, man. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Make sure Omaha Steaks, use promo code A2Z, get an extra $30 off your order. So, Brian, I'm Alan. Everybody, have a great weekend. Let's cash these tickets. Best of luck. We'll
1: see you. Good luck with your bets, everybody.